Let me tell you about Rough Greens. I have so much more free time these days now that I don't have to stand completely still like a statue while feeding uh, Uno. I mean, you have to stand there motionless. Otherwise, he stops eating. Um, Now, with Rough Greens, all you have to do is just put Rough Greens on his food, and it's a game changer completely. He eats his food every time we put it down on the floor. He has new energy, energy of a puppy again. It's not a dog food. It's a um, it's a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food and they love it. And I love it because I see a difference in him, not only in the eating thing, but honestly, the biggest difference is in his attitude and his energy level. It's fantastic. Rough Green. You talking about me? roughgreens.com slash back i'd like to sprinkle some stuff on your food but it's not roughgreens.com slash back or call 833 glenn 33 833 g-l-e-n-n 33 roughgreens.com slash back i hope the authorities are documenting these these threats i meant sugar oh i meant sugar what did you That's think deadly I meant? what did you think i meant poison oh like corn syrup vegetables mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Cauliflower. Such unbelievable corruption in Loudoun County, Virginia, uh, and it's it's tied to Terry McAuliffe. It is tied to George Soros, the teachers' unions. I mean, in their arrogance, they will fail, and hopefully, uh, more of them have the arrogance of the Loudoun County public schools. Uh, the superintendent came out this weekend and said he was outraged, just outraged, to to find out that kids have been raped in our schools. He had no idea, and quote, my heart aches for you, and I'm sorry that we failed to provide the safe, welcoming, and affirming environment that we aspire to provide, and we share your pain and offer support to help you and your families through this trauma. Oh, you mean like the trauma of arresting the dad and trying to have him convicted and put in jail for bringing this up you mean that kind of trauma because no no i don't think we need any more help from you or from the sorrow selected prosecutor who knew about all of this and still went in judge said i've never seen anything like it i've never seen anything like it they're going after a dad whose daughter had been raped well fortunately there is such a thing as a free press at least in the conservative movement and word got out now one of the school board administrators has quit but another parent in the district has decided to stand up she's not political at all she's never been political a day in her life in fact i i think she probably uh hates politics uh quite a bit but she grew up in mao's china she spent the entire her entire school years in the Cultural Revolution, and she said she has to speak out 
because what's happening in America, she's seen before in Mao's China. We talk to her next. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, as Captain Kirk used to say, probably said again recently, red alert. The IMF just issued a global stagflation warning. This isn't a problem just in the U.S. There is a global problem now. Stagflation. What's stagflation? Do you remember? We'll look this term up, uh, Stu. Stagflation is when inflation is really high and nobody's buying anything. Nobody's, nobody's you know, in, in unemployment is high. Everything just kind of stops. Persistent high inflation combined with high unemployment and stagnant demand in a country's economy. Yep. That's what we're headed for, according to the IMF, globally. Get your Christmas toys. Uh, when stagflation affects uh, the effects of higher prices and low unemployment, there is real economic turmoil. And it's going to happen all over the world. Now, the last time we saw stagflation, gold went up 650%, uh, 650% from $100 an ounce to $650 an ounce. Now, the government has played all kinds of tricks in the way that they uh, hedge with, uh, you know, inflation-protected treasury bonds. If you're still buying that, God bless you. God bless you. Gold is the hedge against inflation. Uh, do you own enough? Do you have silver? Do you have any gold? Do you have everything in your portfolio in the stock market? Get your financial house in order right now. Goldline is currently giving away at free, no cost, a one-tenth ounce platinum coin with a qualifying order of graded $5 gold Indians. They've never given platinum away on anything due to its value and demand. These are extremely limited to the first 300 orders. So call Goldline today. Find out why I buy coins from Goldline, what, how I buy them and why I buy them. 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. I'm very excited to talk to another mom from Virginia. This one is speaking out because she said she feels she has the responsibility. She has to wake Americans up. Her name is Shivan Fleet. Uh, she survived Mao's communist cultural revolution. And she says that the DOJ uh, and the school board association, these are communist tactics. Welcome to the program. She, how are you? Okay, thank you so much for inviting me to your show. You, you bet, you bet. First, can you tell us what it was like in Mao's communist China during the Cultural Revolution and, and what comparisons you're seeing? That is a long story. Okay. Uh, that takes days. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I just want to, because we don't have much time, I really just want to uh, uh, tell Americans that the communist infiltration in America is complete. It is absolutely everywhere, especially in our educational system. And so uh, um, I see so many similarities. Um, let's just talk about education in, in particular and the teaching of CRT and then, uh, and then how the, uh, the American left uh, all our educational system. 
They absolutely own the teachers' union, they own our schools, they own our uh, school board. They determine what to, uh, uh, what to teach and how. And, uh, well, you know, parents in China never had a say of, uh, what, uh, of, uh, regarding education because from day one, teachers and the parents were excluded from the education process. Everything is made on the, high, on the highest level by CCP. I see the same thing happening here. The only thing is that the pandemic gave parents the first time uh, the opportunity to see what's really taught in school. And of course, they're outraged. They're outraged. So that's why they're going to school board. So to me, it's like a, their plan was interrupted. They already control everything. They already turned our school into an indoctrination mill. Now the parents started to, to wake up. And that's why they want to, uh, um, they're really scared. I think they left. They're really scared. So they call the parents, first of all, racist. And there was one parent, someone called her company to report her as a racist. <laughs> so that did not work, obviously. People still show up all over the country to the school board and voice their concerns and their anger. Now they have to upgrade it to from a racist to domestic terrorist, same tactic as the Chinese Communist Party have been. Always. So, so she, can you can you tell us just because here's where Americans are. We've never seen this kind of stuff in America before. And everybody always says it could never happen here. Well, it is happening here. It's not like it could. It is happening here right now. But when you say that. Um, you know, you you uh, you sound like a lunatic in America to many Americans. You sound like you're just uh, panicking, you know, and it's a conspiracy theory. It's all right here. When when Mao started the Cultural Revolution, were the people in China, were they thinking, oh, well, it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen to us. It's not going to happen to me because I'm fine. Right. I'm, I'm with Mao. Yeah. Here's the problem, because they don't recognize what communism is, and uh, um, and because it's not taught, we we uh, in, in schools and and the stories were never told. So it's right here, but they can't recognize it. Division that is one of the hallmarks of uh, uh, of Marxism of communism. And Mao used um, class to divide Chinese. In the very beginning, that was uh, 1949, they, they uh, categorized everybody and whoever owned land were class enemies. Mm. And so, but, but that, that did not, um, and then they executed so many of them. So, um, so the class no longer there. They really eliminated the class, but they need enemies. They need enemies to maintain power. So what they do is expand that uh, category to include Things like counter-revolutionary uh, counter writers. So it, it changed the definition, just like what the left is doing here. They changed the definition. So class enemy, enemy become anyone who stay off of the line. And uh, so this, that CRT is doing the same thing. They uh, categorize people by race. Okay, if you're white, you are born oppressor. If you're not 
um, uh, if you're not white, you're born oppressed. Same I- idea. But then they redefine a racism, just like uh, um, Mao redefined class enemy. So now races, races can be anyone who disagree or who even just question CRT. When Mao, when, when Mao started, were there executions right away or did that take time? Was it, was it just ratting on people? Because I know at the end, the students were hanging their own professors. Yeah. Oh, this, that's another thing. This is really a very complex story. But anyway, the, uh, the, 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 this gene is in CCP since the, uh, its conception in 1921. Um, so it's always there. When they took over China, there was all sorts of uh, um, execution of uh, different, uh, for, uh, for different uh, uh, movements. One is uh, the uh, land, um, land reform. Another is uh, um, anti-rebellion. Uh, people have been killed all the time. During the Cultural Revolution, it's different. The Cultural Revolution, Mao was uh, setting people against each other. So, like the teachers being killed, by who? By their students. And then later, the students start to kill each other because one side claimed to be more loyal to Mao. So, Cultural Revolution is like mass movement and set up people against each other for reasons that it's not clear to anyone. When you came to America, it was what, 1986. And uh, what did you feel when you first came to America? What was, what was that like going from China to America in 86? Um, it is a long time ago, but one of the things that I really rem- uh, um, remember vividly is uh, diversity of ideas and the thoughts. There's opinion of, um, of one issue from so many different sides, not just two sides. And um, um, that to me is uh, very refreshing and uh, intriguing, uh, intriguing because I'm just so used to one version, always one version. And there's just one correct version that's party line. Mm. And uh, that's what we're going now. It's just one correct thought, way of thinking, uh, one correct idea. You see it everywhere. You see it in media. You see it in the workplace. And to me, it's a way regressed back to, to me, to Mao's China. What should people, in your opinion, do, and how urgent is this? This, to me, is the first thing is to understand. This wokeism is Marxism, is communism. I know Mark Levin called those left uh, American Marxism. Mm-hmm. I'll call them American communism. It is so important to understand the nature of the game. The nature of the game is for the left, the radical left, and the democratic leadership to use the communist um, tactics for what? To gain power. That is just like Mao. We were, when I was in the Cultural Revolution, we didn't understand what was going on. We were just in the middle of all this turmoil 
It's only afterwards, and especially after I come here, when I have access of um, uh, information, do I, did I understand? Oh, my God. All this was for one thing, for Mao to gain his absolute power. And it's happening here. To understand the nature um, of uh, what we're dealing with and to expose it, and uh, and then to me that's what we need to do and to organize. And one thing I have to say: communism, communist party, and uh, and uh, the Democrat Party are good at one thing: organize. Mao organized the peasants. That's how he got into power. Obama organized the community. <laughs> that's how he got into White House. We need to organize as well. We need to organize. And, uh, and that's what's happening, actually, across um, the country. The parents are going to the school board. They are organized. And then you see the left are really scared. They are really worried, and they are desperate. That's why they want to um, uh, call them uh, domestic terrorists. So that gives me hope that we can still win. We have to. We have to. This is... It's not a, a you know, left and right thing. It is a good and evil. That is absolutely what we're dealing with, good and evil. And I really, I, every time I talk, I urge um, the immigrants who experience communism, who love mm-hmm. this country, speak up, step up. If we lose this country, there's nowhere for us to go. She, I really appreciate it. I hope we can uh, meet and uh, and continue our conversation. Um, she Van Fleet is her name. She's in Virginia. She survived Maoist China, uh, and she is uh, one of the moms speaking up at the school board. God bless you. Thank you so much, She. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Bye bye. Let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Uh, time to uh, to stop playing the left's game. We we, we got to stop. We have to. She's right. We have to organize. We have to come together and we all have to uh, stop putting money into their pockets. They are using that money to destroy us. And while we have some, we should stick together and strengthen each other. Right now, I would uh, love for you to call Patriot Mobile today. They are the only Christian conservative mobile phone carrier In America, they're the only ones that are now working to defend the Constitution, to defend the Bill of Rights. And they are using their money to do those things. They are really good people. I know them. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Mm. I will tell you, in Loudoun County, they are afraid. Uh, The uh, Beth Parts, she was one of the real prominent left-wing members of the Loudoun County School Board. She resigned over the weekend. Uh, and, uh, she said, I, I just, uh, you know, uh, it's the right decision for me and my family and blah, 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 blah. So she's out. 
and others are uh, facing re-election problems. And I don't know. Did you see the uh, Did you see the story in I think it was the Washington Post on uh, the moms group that's standing up. You know the uh, the moms group that has uh, stand, stood up. What was it? We had her on uh, on Friday. Moms. Mm. Moms for America or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, they just got a big write up in the Washington Post and it's unbelievable. It's absolutely really positive, glowing, very positive. Okay, They're good. a very controversial group. Uh, some say radical. And it's these pictures of these moms and you're like, oh, they look like subversives, don't they? Is it moms for liberty? Yeah, moms for liberty. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> very subversive. Very subversive. Very subversive. And, uh, you know, they're only doing the bidding of the evil GOP. Well, first we saw that we had that wave of grandmas uh, that were terrorists getting pulled aside at airports. Amen. And now, Amen. And now we're at the point where are, the moms are doing this. Are you at your uh, school board yet? You should be at your school board meeting and you should demand that they sever their relations uh, with the NSBA, the National School Board Association. That's the group that with Loudoun County sent the letter to say to the FBI, we need you to look over our school board meetings. And the FBI is like, okay, okay, we'll be right there. Um, and now in, I, I know of one in Pennsylvania that has said, we're no longer part of that group. We don't want anything to do with them. Mm. And every school board should drop their associate. That be, should be the first question you ask. Are you part of the national school boards association? If so, why? Do you have any in intent of uh, severing ties, seeing that they asked the federal government to step in with the FBI to investigate parents whose kids were raped? You know, I don't know. Seems important. What do you think the effect is going to be on parents, normal parents who maybe aren't the gutsiest, you know, people in their society, but want to do right? What are the effects of all of these unions and media coming after these parents that are speaking out? Oh, I think it's going to be horrible. Significant, right? Significant. I think the unions are, everybody's exposing themselves for who they are. You're either for common sense and decency, and you can handle people having other opinions that you disagree with, but don't screw with my kids. Don't screw with my money. Don't screw with my, uh, with my job. Don't do it. Don't do it. And these unions and this cabal that they've put together, it's exposing itself. And I hope more things happen like at Loudoun County. And by the way, Loudoun County, keep going. You're not done yet. Keep going. You're an inspiration. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you're really basic, you might, you might have something, you know, go wrong with your car. I've never had that. I don't know about you. I've never had something, whoa, uh, I'm not expecting the check engine light today. I was expecting that next week. Uh, now, the really cool kids have multiple things go wrong with their cars at the same time. Um, and it is, it's great when that happens. Great. It's great when that happens. I'm not one of the cool kids, and I've had that. Um, it, listen, you won't have to worry about it if you have Car Shield. Car Shield will make your auto repairs a smooth ride. You won't freak out about the check engine light. I've had several trucks that have had this problem. I have Car Shield. 
I got to I got to the last time I put my truck in, I got to the uh, the mechanic and he said, yeah, it's like seven thousand dollars. And I was like, what? Why didn't you call me? I I would have set the truck on fire. And he said, because CarShield covered it. And I got out of there as quickly as I could. <laughs> I think it, they must have made a mistake. Carshield.com slash Beck. Say 10%. Carshield.com slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Time to check in with Slate as we usually do. I mean, they have all the answers. Slate Mondays. Slate Mondays. It's a big part of the program's success yeah. over the years. Very, very mm-hmm. popular uh, since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in their care and feeding section, where you, if you're a progressive, can write into the magazine and the magazine will help you. Dear Care and Feeding, my son Jack. 14 has been maintaining a spreadsheet that tracks all of his classmates problematic actions mm. <laughs> now what's the first thing that, you don't need to say it just what's the first thing that mm. pops into your mind mm-hmm. jack has always had difficulty fitting in now i ask you does that support what just <laughs> Popped into your mind. I'm stunned to hear that detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always had difficulty fitting in, but he is a compassionate and intelligent boy. That's nice. We do not allow our children to have their own computers to prevent the risk of them being radicalized by alt-right websites. Yeah, nothing else problematic on the internet for a 14-year-old, just the alt-right websites. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So our kids share a laptop that we monitor and control access to. Okay. We found an Excel spreadsheet in Jack's folder that listed the names of all of his classmates, as well as dates and descriptions of their problematic behavior. I will say, by the way, as a person who fell into this category, anyone who's 14 year old, 14 years old and uses Excel, you're already indicating you probably don't have a lot of friends. Like you just, <laughs> you're 14 years old. You should not be on spreadsheets. And and this is speaking but you from could, someone with but real someday you could here. grow up to be just like Stu. <laughs> this is the upside of your right. future life, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Uh, some of the descriptions I saw include, has a mom who is a cop. That's, wait, that's one of the problems. Yeah, that's problem behavior, yeah. Okay. Has uh, a mom who's a who's cop. A cop. That's the problem. Um, okay. It doesn't list pronouns in Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Laughed at a fat joke. List problematic show as one of their favorites. Mimicked a foreign accent and used cisnormative language. Mm. The parent continues to write to Slate for advice. Um, while I'm pleased to see Jack taking an interest in his peers. <laughs> That's a little like saying, like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents are like, I'm at least yeah. glad he's eating. I'm glad I'm- he took interest in Laotian food. Yes. <laughs> I get a weird feeling about his spreadsheet. Mm. Oh, my gosh. You are on top of it, mom or dad. Mm. As much as I don't condone the behaviors mentioned. Like having, having a mom, a mom who's, who's a, a cop. cop. <laughs> it seems a bit oh creepy God. for him to be monitoring his classmates. I also wonder what he's trying to do with the document. Yeah, I kind of do, too. Okay, now, 
Because this is the type of thing that is read verbatim at the beginning of a documentary in 10 years, (laughs) right? Yes. It's a sad, sad documentary that that appears at true crime conventions. The mom and dad said they had no indication, but we found this on Dear Karen Feeding at Slate. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly how it happens. So now you think that's bad, right? Yes. Yes. And you think, well, maybe mom and dad are going to, you know, they're maybe they're on it. Right. I right. mean, they're writing into they're writing dear it. care and feeding at slate. Correct. That's the first thing that I would do. Any good parent would do Yes. That. I also wonder what he's trying to do with the document. Another concern is that we are white. And some of the kids on the list are black. Given the long history of white people policing black existence, I question whether Jack is the right person to be taking on this task and re- whether it would be more appropriate coming from a person of color. So the issue here is not that he's about to massacre all of his kids, right. kids in his school. It's that he's white. It's that he- <laughs> and there are some black kids on the list. Maybe a black kid should be, I don't know, making a list of all the kids he's going to murder in school. Holy crap. We are screwed. We are screwed. We've asked Jack about his spreadsheet, and he denies involvement, but we know it couldn't have been anyone else. Well, he denied. Well, maybe, maybe his sister could be the sister. She has access to the laptop. Maybe she's even more twisted, and she's like, that effing Jack, I'm going to get him. <laughs> uh, she said uh, he denies involvement, but we know it couldn't be anyone else. Am I right to be concerned about Jack's list? I know uh, I know uh, it, uh, or I don't know that it is the best way for him to engage with his peers. What? I, I don't know that it is the best way for him to engage. I do know. I know. Yeah, do you not. know? It's not the best yeah. way. Yeah. No. Spre- spreadsheets generally not the best way. Spreadsheets that are clearly murder lists, uh, definitely not the best way. I tell way. you what, let's just do a random test. If you're on the streets, you're driving in anywhere, anywhere in Cal- California, even the good sections of California, <laughs> just stop at the next homeless person you see. Okay, you're stopped now. Mm-hmm. Roll down the window and just ask him, do you think mom and dad understand Jack? And this is the best way for him to, uh, you know, interact with his peers? <laughs> I guarantee, what are they saying? Yeah. yeah See, even they I, know. Mm-hmm. Even they know. Mm-hmm. I'm proud how committed he is to this cause. Are you really? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, let's just say it was a... Uh, the other side of it and it was they were all conservative complaints about his other school. wouldn't you be freaked out i'd be totally freaked out by that that's how you should look at people if my kid if i found this with my kid i'm immediately taking him to a psychiatrist immediately and i'm sitting down with a psychiatrist beforehand going look i mean we talk a lot about a lot of conservative things but this is nuts he's making a list should should he be in an institution for a while until we know he's safe to be around people? Honest to God, that's what I would be doing. That's what I would be doing. It would freak you out if you were if you had if your kid had a list of all the problems he has with all the other students. And they were like, and he was like, I'm just promoting the I just want to make track so I know I know who is, you know, a real conservative and who isn't. What was the movie? Was Would it- you be like, I'm so glad. I mean, he's really engaging in the conservative movement. No, you would only be proud of that 
If you think that's what social justice does, you just rat on people at best. You keep lists. I mean, if you are a social justice warrior, you wouldn't have a problem with this. And that's why the rest of America has a problem with you. Because you think that there's another explanation for your son keeping lists about people he interacts with. Hello, und we like it, Ilya. I mean, that's Nazi, Stasi kind of stuff. Not healthy. Do you want, uh, do you want to hear what? Oh, they responded. That's right. I forgot as part of Slate Mondays on this program, we always get the response. What's the Well, it might be Slate Tuesdays, too, because I have another one that's incredible. Just incredible. (laughs) Lots of problems. They don't understand a lot of things. Mm. Good thing Slate is here. Uh, So uh, what they wrote was, um, based on what you mentioned here, his list does seem to be a little creepy. Kids at that age should be having fun. Not documenting every transgression (laughs) his peers are making. (laughs) Really? Also, the fact that he's blatantly lying about his involvement in creating a list of his peers should be a huge red flag. Really? If everything's on the up and up, then what he does, uh, if everything's on the up and up, then what does he have to hide? (sighs) Yeah. Slate, I would have never thought of these things. Right, you know what I mean? I'd need the slate people to tell me. Mm-hmm. I'd personally call his bluff and say, okay, if the spreadsheet has nothing to do with you, then let's delete it. If he raises a stink, you know something bigger is at play here. Right? Because he would have never printed it out or put it someplace else after you already asked him about it. Yeah, my understanding is once you have a computer file, it's in one location forever. You can't send it or copy it in any manner. Right. I respect your viewpoint about being uncomfortable with Jack policing the behavior of his black peers. Because black people apparently are not equal, apparently not the same as us, what they are is apparently a group that cannot be judged in any way, shape, or form. That's the problem you have here. This is an incredible standard we're set, setting up for people. I, I, I can't imagine African Americans actually want this standard, where they are not judged by merit in any way. So he, he, he's uncomfortable with Jack policing the behavior of his black peers, but as a black man, the writer says, that should be the least of your concerns. <laughs> Your main objective is to find out why he wants Mm. to monitor his classmates in the first place. Is he trying to be a social justice vigilante in an effort to be viewed as cool? Does he want his classmates to be canceled for doing things that he considers to be wrong as a form of payback for not being accepted by them? The possibilities are endless. Well, it's a good thing this family doesn't have a gun. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody, I don't know where they live, but if they live in, you know, some big city, there's no way Jack could get his hands on a gun. Mm. If you feel equipped to get to the bottom of it, then I highly recommend getting a therapist involved because his behavior is not typical for a 14 year old. If you feel equipped to get to the bottom of it. If you don't feel equipped to get to the bottom of it, you should go get help. Holy cow. But the possibilities are endless. 
You notice he didn't bring up any of the, I mean, the possibility that we thought of in the first line. But I didn't know that we're all thinking. Yeah, uh, it didn't even come up. It didn't even come up. Definitely seems like the precursor to some terrible tragedy. Yeah. Now, again, I, you know, kids do weird things. It doesn't mean that every kid who does something odd like this. It, what it does mean, though, is you're not parenting correctly. Like this, this is the type of thing that you're it's hard to imagine a 14 year old. Well, no, you could parent correctly and your kid could go off the deep end. That could happen. Certainly. But you don't. Your your response is not to write to slate.com. Number one. Yes. Yeah, that's, not, that is yeah. a that is a point in your favor of you're not a good parent. And I will say that's, of course, the answer to every one of our Slate Mondays. You should not be writing to slate.com. Right. Or reading. Or really. reading it. But I like and maybe maybe 14's old enough for this. Maybe I'm I'm misjudging this. But like to me, it seems like there has to be an element of politics being pushed on kids by the parent to get to the state well may i you know what i mean may I, maybe maybe it's from the schools i wouldn't be surprised at this point that's where the kid came up with may it. i may i listen i may i may i read the end of this of course you can end? on slate mondays you can always read the end on of a it. positive note okay there are far worse things that jack could be doing than this is yeah but how what? And, <laughs> and it seems as if his heart is in the right place by being in the corner of marginalized groups Okay, that's one way of looking at that. That is one possible way. It really way. is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, no, uh-uh. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. He could use his energy to volunteer as a big brother. Oh, that will... that No, 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 seriously. Oh, that's what I want. That Spreading would, this type yeah. of behavior to littler kids. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I just think that the spreadsheet, the spreadsheet is something that might end up being bad news for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Signed slate mm. so i think slate has solved yet another one of the world's yeah, problems yeah we might have to revisit slate again tomorrow on slate tuesday i love slate tuesday because we've been doing that since the late 70s late 70s because mm-hmm. slate monday was so popular. so successful yeah, for 20 so years here we go <laughs> that'll be tomorrow uh and this is this one involves uh a white family that moved into the neighborhood that'll be on tomorrow let me ask you a question. When you're about to undertake something as difficult and potentially financially risky as buying or selling a home, do you want somebody who sort of understands how things work helping you out? Would you rather have somebody, you know, that really knows, has a team around them? Somebody who knows the ins and outs, the best practices to make sure that you get the best possible deal? Here's a hint. You should probably uh, go to realestateagentsitrust.com I'm just saying I started Real Estate Agents I Trust with my uh, brother a number of years ago as a free service to you to help you knock it out of the park when it comes to buying and selling housing market is always crazy and I didn't even know how to interview a real estate agent I had no idea what made them good or what made them bad I don't know somebody down the street told me they, they bought their house with you and you were good so can you do that for me I mean, really, honestly, realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the uh, Lindbeck program. We're certainly glad that you are here today. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think it's great that Pete Buttigieg is back on the job. Uh, he's, he's back from his couple months off, you know, 
yeah, he was the Secretary of Treasury, but, you know, he had a baby. And uh, both are once in a lifetime. uh, Transportation, by the way. Oh, yeah, Secretary of... uh, By the way, I want him to stay home longer. I want him to never come back to the job. I'd like him to be there for his baby the whole time. The best thing for our economy Mm -hmm. and our country is to pay Pete Buttigieg to stay home. Stay home and don't even call into the office. Don't even check your emails. Don't Mm -hmm. do anything. Mm -hmm. He said, um, uh, you know, things are going to be so good um, with the, uh, you know, with with uh, with the economy that, you know, that's what's causing this inflation and the breakdown of the supply chain. Mm. is it it's getting so, so good. good people are just out there just like spending money like it's like it's going out of style which it is which it is mm. it's interesting take a moment today to seek out the joe biden campaign commercial against pete Buttigieg, where he talks about his important experience in the transportation realm uh what did he have as a um he, well he he inserted uh um light up led lights colorful ones to illuminate the river below a bridge Oh, wow. And he installed decorative brick. Wait, wait, wait. I'm still, I'm, I'm not moved past the lights underneath the bridge. Can you imagine? Because the, wa- the water turns different colors. And that's the a lights. bridge. Cars are on top of this bridge or is it oh, a walking yeah. bridge? No, no, no. They this can drive stuff. right over it. They can yeah. drive. Wow. He knows stuff about ta- transportation. And speaking of walking, which mm-hmm. is another way you transport yourself. Yeah. yeah how about sure. walking on some decorative brick on a sidewalk? Yeah, yeah. That's what Pete he did. Buttigieg too. did that. He wow. did it. What did you do? Well, if he's done those two things, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's clearly in the ballpark for Secretary of Transportation. Uh, my question is, what does he know about the supply chain? <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck <laughs> program.